0: afternoon, good evening, whatever time it may be for you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mind Ships, where we discuss mindfulness, stoicism, simplicity, and everything in between. Today's episode is called Pointing at Who. Now, we've all been in uncomfortable situations at different points in our lives, likely more often than any one of us is really willing to admit However, we choose not to share each and every one. I would like to think that you know, not many people aim to be known as the person who is constantly dealing with problems in their lives. There is a weakness and uh, an immaturity that's implied in that. Who wants to interact with someone who seemingly never has anything positive to talk about? At some point, it becomes outwardly apparent that it's not the world that's the problem, it's the one complaining. But of course, it's difficult and can take, in some cases, a lifetime to come to that awareness that, as Epictetus says, it's our feelings about things that torment us rather than the things themselves. It follows that blaming others is silly. And in many cases, even when one does come to this awareness that their suffering is a result of their choices and attitudes, they divert and struggle for the smallest rationality that suggests that their discomfort is a result of someone or something else. Because that's more comfortable. It protects the ego. Not too uh, long ago, I abruptly ended a relationship. I was uncomfortable with her closeness to one of her guy friends that she knew long before we met. Uh, One night, after letting my imagination take my rationality away, I broke up with her. Um, An amazing girl. At first, I blamed her, and circumstance, and her friend. I'll admit, it made me feel more justified in my actions. I felt I had a legitimate reason for being passive-aggressive and hurting her. But after sitting with my thoughts, a realization occurred. She had done nothing wrong to me. She didn't seek out to make me feel any kind of way. I hurt her and, in effect, hurt myself because of my insecurity alone. I chose not to respect her freedom. I chose to want to control her. I chose to allow my fear of rejection to dictate my actions. This resulted in me ruining something that was really good for me. I denied myself the pleasure of having someone to curl up with at night. Someone to embrace and connect with. The pain from that awareness was... It sucked. You know, I, I couldn't escape that reality that I caused this. You know, What's wrong with you? Why, didn't, why, why did you do this? I asked myself. There was no other answer unrelated to an insecurity. Then a deeper realization occurred. This isn't the first time that I've done this. Rejected someone in fear of being rejected. How long have I been living like this, blaming others for my own shortcomings? Marcus Aurelius says, The soul does violence to itself when it turns away from any man, or even moves towards him with the intention of injuring such as the soul of those who are angry. This seemingly lifelong habit of rejecting others out of fear of rejection has resulted in missed opportunities, loneliness, and depression. You can't let anyone in when you don't trust them. And when you don't let anyone in, you wind up alone. And depression necessarily follows. But I never saw it like this. It was always, I'm alone and depressed because the world is untrustworthy. I thought I was just protecting myself, not realizing that what I was actually doing was blaming the world for my reaction to external things that I had zero control over. I never cultivated that understanding that I was causing myself suffering by turning away from the world. While preparing this episode, I couldn't stop thinking. You know, you can't stop someone from rejecting you. Even if you reject them first, they still won't like you, even if it's from a distance. I hope that after listening to this, anybody struggling with the same bad habit can start to see the folly in it, that only small-minded people habitually reproach others for their own misfortunes. So now that we've addressed a problem that some, if not many of us, face within ourselves, I think it's only appropriate to try to solve this problem by changing the way that we view the act of blaming. Now, I could talk about the negative impact of casting blame, but you know, how often are we really deterred from an action by knowledge of the potential for harm? You know, people drink and smoke, have risky sex, watch porn, eat sugary foods, engage in gossip, and scroll through TikTok. Well aware of the negative impact that it will have on them in the future. In all cases, we're motivated by the reward that is guaranteed in these acts. So here are a few um, rewards you can find in resisting the very human urge to save face and blame others. You prove to yourself and those around you that you're secure enough in yourself to acknowledge that you aren't perfect. If you can admit to the world that you aren't perfect, you become more of a trustworthy character to engage with. People that are seen as perfect are fucking intimidating. Even more, people who try to give the effect of a perfect individual usually tend to be rather annoying. Nobody's absolutely perfect. Pretending to be effectively negates one's humanity. You grow as an individual. You learn new ways to approach life. You'll stop making the same stupid mistakes. When you choose not to blame an external factor for whatever negative thing happens to you, the only thing left to do is alter the way that you interact with that thing. Lest you are resigned to live in a perpetual shame cycle of knowing that you make the same stupid mistakes. Consider this scenario. You find a back road that allows you to get to work in half the time, which in turn results in you having a better morning. However, there was a hole in the asphalt. You hit the pothole and spill your coffee all over the dashboard. You blame the pothole instead of the fact that you weren't paying attention to the road, trying to find the perfect uh, commute song to listen to on Spotify. You don't acknowledge the folly of driving to work with a house mug. So you return to the previous route, spending an extra 30 minutes on the road and continuing to have bad mornings and consequently bad days. Epictetus says, Instead of personalizing an event, this is my triumph, that was his blunder, or this is my bitter misfortune, and drawing withering conclusions about yourself or human nature, watch for how you can put certain aspects of the event to good use. Is there some less than obvious benefit embedded in the event that a trained eye might discern? The wise thing in the case of the back road, would be to drive around the pothole. Create a a playlist. Buy a travel mug. You can have your cake and eat it too. If you would just accept that maybe you didn't react in the most efficient manner and work to improve your relationship with the outside world, you can improve yourself. Take that uncomfortable situation and rather than avoiding it and situations akin to it, learn to control the narrative, so to speak. The next time you find yourself in the same or similar circumstance, use what you experienced previously to ensure that the same uncomfortable outcome is not realized. My buddy calls this leveling up. You don't beat the hard boss at the end of the game by following the same tired routine that you developed at the start of the game. Blaming your frustration on the fact that the boss is just too difficult will only result in further frustration. Why did I buy this? I'm not good enough for this. I'll never get better. You have to adapt. You become open to new experiences and stop limiting yourself. In keeping with the established message, not blaming the external world for your feelings allows you to avoid coming up with excuses as why you should not do this or that. In time, the world becomes more accessible to you. Anxieties ease as you learn to acknowledge and alter your erroneous perceptions. After being a recluse for a considerable amount of time, I recently found myself going to Philadelphia more and not snarling at the environment. Going to shows and not standing off and away from people, but rather being in the middle of the crowd. Giving my number to cute girls rather than blaming my nervousness on some potential that they would reject me. To end, life gets better when you accept who you are and stop seeing the world as the adversary who only wishes to cause you pain. We're pretty dumb sometimes. We often make decisions that end up hurting us in the end. We suck at seeing ourselves as the cause of our suffering, which makes sense. Why would anybody in good health and of sound mind willingly hurt themselves? We need someone to take the blame, to make sense of the fact that we aren't as in control of ourselves as we would like to believe. But still, take responsibility. Look inward. This is where real change takes place. Thank you for listening. Remember to always be patient with yourself. Appreciate what you can while you can. Have a good day.